This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, teaching you each episode about holistic retirement planning. Welcome to another edition of the Retire Happy Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt here alongside John Amarino. He is a fiduciary financial advisor at Securus Financial throughout the San Diego area with an office off of Trina Street, conveniently there on Interstate 15 next to Scripps Ranch High School. You can find us online by going to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. On today's show, we're going to help make sure that you are learning about holistic retirement planning each time here on the podcast. We try to educate you and help you learn a little bit more about the financial world and how it might impact you as an individual. And we're really going to embody that mentality on today's show, John. Uh, first, welcome, by the way. Great to have you with us. And we're going to kind of cover everything from D.C. and the political climate and things that are kind of happening in that realm all the way down to an individual listener's question about planning with his wife and wondering how they can make sure that they're on the same page. So we're going to go big all the way down to the to the very small and individual on today's show it should be a lot of fun i think yeah absolutely looking forward to it well we're going to get to phil's question in a couple of minutes about uh, how he can better plan alongside his wife and get into the particulars of his situation but let's start off with a recent news item here and i think it'll lead to some good discussion john there was a recent survey published where americans were asked what they believe is the biggest threat to the economy. And I'm sure maybe in your own head now you're thinking of what those responses could have been or maybe what you think the biggest threat to the economy would be. But the answer for more than half of the respondents, it wasn't interest rates, which some people I'm sure had tumbling around in their brains, or the growing student loan debt and things like that. It was actually identified, again, more than half the respondents said it's the contentious political climate in D.C. as the greatest threat to the economy. Really interesting comparison between the two, I think. Would you agree, John, with that sentiment, first of all, that that's the biggest threat to the economy? No, no. <laughs> okay. I don't. I think it's a sentiment that dominates our news cycles. And I, I do think, you know, the media does a great job of fear mongering, you know, which gets people to this end game and thinking that DC is the, you know, biggest factor on the markets. I personally think DC is just probably the greatest show on earth, especially right now. Now, does DC's dysfunction help the markets? No, no. But I, I think there's much bigger fish to fry. And I look at DC like this. I look at our current political climate kind of like a divorce, right? The Democrats and the Republicans are our parents and we, the people, are the kids stuck in the middle. And, and I mean, when we bring this question up, the greatest example of what I feel we're like in the middle of is, is that movie, and I'm going to date myself here, Kramer versus Kramer, you know, the heart-tugging movie about divorce and the effect it has on the children. Did you ever see that? I've never I'm going heard back of that. to the late 70s. Okay, Kramer versus Kramer. No, I never heard of that movie. Right. So, you know, it was uh, Dustin Hoffman, Meryl Streep, but oh, okay. I think it's a great example of you got the two parents going through an ugly divorce and, you know, the kids in the middle and it's having its toll. And I think really, you know, DC needs to stop the political bantering and start putting we the people first. That's as bad as political as I'm going to go here. You know, I'm not a, a political show, but that's, I think, the extent to where, you know, I'm concerned about DC. Yes, it does have a little effect. But I believe it's more fear monger. I think we do have 
bigger fish to fry when it comes to our economy and the markets. So if you were one of the respondents to this survey, what would you have identified then as the greater threat? Well, I've said it time and time again, I'm very concerned about the debt, the $22 trillion debt. That's not going anywhere. And, you know, eventually we're going to have to address this. Now, you know, you mentioned, is the current political climate in D.C. a threat to our economy? I said no, but this is where I believe D.C. over the last two decades has been a threat to our economy because we have racked up $22 trillion worth of debt. And I know in past podcasts, we talked about David Walker. And, you know, the question we have to ask is, who got us into this mess? Who got us into the $22 trillion mess? It was our politicians. Loose spending on our taxpayer dollars. And eventually people have to understand that, like David Walker says, we need to either get control of this debt or eventually that debt, all of our GDP is just going to be going towards paying that debt. And we're not going to be progressing as a country. So, you know, that's where I find DC to be more of the fear. And I am concerned about DC's inability to control its spending and perhaps expand our spending. You know, I always kind of laugh when people say politicians are stupid. I would argue that they're not. You know, you got to a very powerful position. You don't necessarily get to that position by being stupid. My one big question is that I like to ask them is, do they really understand math? Because with their irresponsible spending, in my opinion, they don't. Or they just choose to ignore it, which is even worse because you know the problems there. You know the end result of that problem and the effect it's going to have on we the people and you choose to ignore it for whatever reason. And, you know, this $22 trillion debt, what it's going to eventually lead to is either cuts in benefits, right? And what are the biggest benefits that retirees receive today? Social Security and Medicare. So this can have a tremendous impact on you. And you know, ultimately, like one of the nation's most respected CPAs, Ed Slot, always says, this tax bill is going to come due. It's probably going to come due in our lifetimes. And both Ed Slot and David Walker agree that they're going to have to raise taxes unless we find some way to, you know, have such a robust economy that gets rid of the debt taxes are going to have to go up. Now, if you have a decrease in benefits and increase in taxes, guess what that's going to lead to, Walter? What's that? It's going to lead to market volatility. Mm. So you're going to get a double whammy or a triple whammy. Your benefits aren't as good. Your taxes are higher. And now your investments can also be dropping. So that's what I am concerned about. I am concerned about our national debt. I am concerned about the Fed being overly aggressive in the future and raising rates. And really, you know, for the last half of 2018, we saw a lot of that volatility was with the Fed raising the rates. Now, the Fed has kind of backed off a little bit. So we'll see where that goes. The trade wars with China, which I think is a little bit of fear monger, and I, I think it's more of a trade negotiation. But, you know, early in 2018, that affected our markets. So, you know, China is an, an elephant that we do have to look at and we do have to respect the fact that while we're still the largest economy, they're greatly expanding. So, 
you know, China doesn't want market volatility as much as we don't either. So I do think that the negotiation, it's more of a negotiation versus a war. I think Brexit, you know, that's not completely solved right now. And we're no longer insulated from the rest of the world like we used to be. And and I think Brexit can affect our economy a little bit, our markets. And last but not least, and you mentioned it, is the student loan debt. You know, that can be a bubble in itself. And, you know, one of the things that I'm concerned about student loan debt is the effect it could have on the housing markets because, you know, these kids that are coming out of school with a couple hundred thousand dollars in loan debt, they don't want to have another big ticket debt, like a mortgage, mm. um, or they can't qualify for it. So I am concerned about that too. But uh, yeah, the DC uh, circus, I think that's more show than real risk to our markets. Good synopsis of all of those different things, I think, John. So you see it as a contributor to you know certain things, but not the end-all be-all as the biggest threat to the economy. And very good reasons why you view that. It certainly would help other things to uh, maybe have it not be so contentious, right? But yeah. the, the economy is not going to be solved without the biggest piece of that puzzle, and that's the budget and the, and the deficit being the biggest thing. Yes, in my opinion. Cool. Good takeaways. All right. Well, we have a great question here from Phil, and I want to make sure that we squeeze this in on the podcast. By the way, if you want to ever have your question featured on the show, go to gosecurus.com. You'll see on the webpage when you listen to any of the podcasts on the right-hand side of the sidebar where you can submit a question to be featured on the show. That's gosecurus.com. Phil's writing in, by the way, from Rancho Bernardo and says, no matter what I do, I can't seem to get my wife engaged in our financial planning is that okay? Or John, do I need to figure out a way to get her involved? The easy answer to that is you absolutely need to figure out a way to get her involved. The money, whether you have a one income family or one you know retirement asset family or a dual retirement asset family, both members, both spouses are going to be affected buy that money and they have something at stake. So they have to absolutely both be involved. Now, what I'd tell Phil is the first question you need to ask is why? Ask your wife why. Why is an unbelievably powerful word. And my clients know that they're going to get a lot of questions that after they give their response, I'm going to ask them why, because it leads to a treasure trove of great information. And Phil, you know, you may ask her that simple question. And, you know, some of the typical responses that I've gotten from wives is, you know, they feel that, for lack of better terms, stupid. It's a complex, you know, all this is too complex for me. I just don't, I don't understand it. And I'm just going to leave it up to my husband. And, you know, my response to that is, guess what? You're not alone. You're not alone. I mean, this is, it's a complex topic to talk about, but your advisor should be able to cater to your financial knowledge. And you know, I, I have people that they don't know the difference between a stock and bond or equity and fixed income. That's my job is just to simplify it for them so they understand what we're doing with their plan and how we're getting from point A to point B. You know, and the other thing is, you know, this is a boring topic. <laughs> I agree. Not everybody, you know, has a, a passion or uh, to really talk about this type of stuff. I love it. I love what I do. This fascinates me. 
But guess what? You're not alone. My wife absolutely hates talking about finances. And I always joke around with people that anytime my wife has a hard time falling asleep at night, she asks me <laughs> to tell me about my day and she is out in about five minutes. <laughs> tell me about those mortgage bonds. Come on, lay it, lay it on yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Please tell it to me about the 200 day moving average. Honey. Um, but getting back to why it's important, Phil, in the end game, it's extremely important that you both understand your retirement plan and that you both are on the same page. And really, you know, you can have completely different ideologies. And my job as the advisor is to make both of those ideologies co-mingle and in a plan that fits both of you because you don't want conflict, right? And it's really difficult for a spouse that knows nothing to be able to relate to what's going on if things aren't going as planned and they know nothing about it that could create conflict right if your wife is super conservative and you're super aggressive and she's saying you know we just lost half our money why did you do that that creates conflict that's not good for a happy marriage or a happy retirement so it's we want to make sure both spouses are on the same page and the other thing is you always have to contingency plan for life. Life happens, good and bad, right? If bad things didn't happen in life, we would be a fairy tale. But there's plenty of spouses out there that had to endure the sudden loss of a spouse. And when that occurs, the last thing you want to do as the widow is try to grasp a topic that you have no knowledge on, that you're not comfortable with, Try to grasp how you're going to afford to live on the remaining funds. And at the same time, try to develop a relationship with an advisor that you can trust. So if you both come in, you'll learn the plan. You'll feel empowered. You'll feel comfortable. And God forbid if that day comes where it's just you, it's just going to be a few things less you're going to have to worry about. You can focus on grieving. You're not going to have to worry about how am I going to live? off this money? And am I working with someone that I can trust? You're going to have those answers. You're going to be confident that you're in good hands. And you know you can focus on the things that are going to be most important to you at that time, which is going to be grieving. Yeah, it's not really kind of the thing where, okay, now I'm going to have to be involved in every single conversation about the finances and the household. And you know if that's not your cup of tea, that's not what Phil, in this case, our question asker on the show, is necessarily asking for. That's not necessarily what you're saying must be done, John. But there are some of the bigger picture conversations where it's so worth it to be engaged. It's why it's really important for you to both be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You summed it up perfect. You don't need to know exactly how the mechanics fix in the car, but you just have to understand that, you know, the mechanic is fixing the transmission, changing the oil. You know the plan at the end of the day what your car is going to be okay. You know, and you're going to be able to really avoid many of the issues that I mentioned. Yeah. You don't have to understand how to change the oil, but understand that we are changing the oil so the engine doesn't blow up. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's really helpful. I think that maybe a lot of people probably can identify with that difficulty, no matter where you are in your financial life, of connecting the dots in your finances with your significant other. It's a really difficult thing to do, especially when you, one may be really excited by the whole prospect, one maybe not so much, or you have the situations where neither one of you is really all that into the finances. Well, then it's really important for you to both be involved because someone can pick up the slack where the other one might be missing out a little bit on. So it's just a good conversation to have. And yeah, if you can do it, certainly try to be engaged, the two of you, when it comes to that bigger picture, financial and retirement preparation. Well, John, that was really helpful. Thank you for answering Phil's question and for the insight on that study with the political climate and its contributions to maybe uh, you know that threat to the economy, but keeping our focus on what it should be on that national debt and that greater threat that we need to be aware of and concerned about. Uh, we appreciate your help on the podcast as always, and we'll look forward to another great conversation next time. Yes. Thank you. Have a great one. In fact, a little bit of a preview on the next podcast. We're going to be talking about that do-it-yourself mindset. Are you a do-it-yourselfer? I know that I have become more and more of one over the years, especially when it comes to home maintenance and renovation and design and landscaping and trying to do things around the house. I've already drilled screws and nails through a couple of water pipes in the wall and have learned the hard way on (laughs) some of those pitfalls. Uh, What about when it comes to investing and financial planning and even your retirement? Can you engineer it on your own? What does it look like to do it yourself? We'll talk about when that works and more importantly, when that doesn't in the financial world coming up on the next podcast. So be sure to tune in for that one. If you've got any questions for John, reach out to him at 858-935-6210. That's 858-935-6210. Or go online to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. You can also listen to past episodes of the podcast there and subscribe to the show as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time on the Retire Happy Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Securus Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Amarino and guests on this radio show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine and future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.